Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the socially distant sports bar, our distant pod pint size episodes. This is a paid advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now we all carry around lots of different sort of stress moments, whether it's like big or small. It could be as huge as how am I going to pay the mortgage this month, or you know I'm I'm ill, but I don't really want to talk to anybody about that because I don't want to make them feel stressed about it as well. Or you know, it could be just something as small as, how am I going to get to school pickup in time? I've got a meeting. How do I change that? How do I move that? I forgot to cancel that. And lots of the time we keep it bottled up. And whether it's big or small, it can really start to affect us negatively. And therapy is kind of a safe space to get those things off your chest. So whether it's like coming up with plans to to organize your life a little bit better or whether it's just having someone to talk to about those things you don't want to stress out your mates or your family with. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable and entirely online. You will be matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash distant. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash distant. I used to love doing, like, gymnastics with the kids in school. I suppose you do, like, I mean, it's not strictly speaking legal, I don't suppose, but we used to do um, competitions. Like, So I used to have, like, (laughs) no, nothing that bad. But um, So, for instance, we we had a, a straddle vault competition once in the gym. Right. So a straddle vault is where you set the... The box up long ways, okay. And you hit your hands on it. Your feet go either side of the box, so you come off a trampette usually or a springboard. I think we use it. I think, Love a trampette. I think we use a, a, a trampette for this one. And then you just move the the trampette further and further away. It's just all about flight onto the box, flight off the box, and body positions okay. and everything. So I thought they'd be quite impressed with this. And I moved it back about six feet from the box and did my did a straddle vault. Perfect. Yeah. Smashed it as well. Nailed, nailed the landed. Of course he did. We had a kid there called Luke Lewis who was in school with us. I taught. And this, he would have been about year eight then, year nine. But I think when he was a kid, he'd broken both his legs, so spent like a year on crutches. And just was a freak. Like He, he, he used to come up from my, my gym club when he was in year six, up to the secondary school, and he had like a six-pack then, right? So by the time he was in year eight, he was really built, Luke. Like You'd be trying to do the register, and you couldn't find him. And he'd be like, he'd be Spider-Man style, pinned to the ceiling with his hands and his... <laughs> Luke, come down, please. So I'm doing this gym demonstration. So I can do Can I do that, sir? I said, yeah, go on, mate, if you want to have a go at it. But let me move, let me move a bit closer to you first, though. But he smashed it. So it ends up me and him having a competition, right? And and a couple of other kids were into it. I don't want to lose to a kid, whatever happens. But in the end, across this bloody trampette was miles away from the from the box. And my nuts were just about clearing it. I mean, oh, just. God. And a couple of the kids, like three or four of the kids, had wanged their bollocks on it and gone face first into the mat and uh. smashed into the box. And, 
so at the end of it, the run-up we've got to do. Are we, you we've mad? Had to, we've had or to open the we've had, <laughs> we've had to open the gym door and start the run-up in the corridor because <laughs> there's no room in the gym, right? There's Mr. Bubbins running past geography again. <laughs> and I, so the, the last jump that I did, I thought, Christ, I've just got away with that. And I, I, I could feel my undercarriage just brushing the bloody... <laughs> I, said, I said, Luke, don't do that, mate. We'll just call it a draw. I said, I'll do it, sir. Yeah. I'll do it. And he flew over it, Luke, right? And they say, oh, go on, it's sir, you'll go. I thought, oh, and I had, I had to lose face. I, I, I had to say to a, really? a 13-year-old kid, no, you beat me there, mate. I mean, fair play to you. Punish him afterwards? No, he's a nice kid, Luke. <laughs> wow. Put, put him in the rugby team. It was like watching a man against boys. It was hilarious. He didn't know anything about rugby. I just say, yeah. right, tackle him. But it was like... It was but that is, um, I think, Great. Uh, rugby's weakness as a sport at school That's level. Because yeah. we had ev- every 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 school right. has those freakish kids in yes. year seven, year eight. Well, they, like they don't men. deserve to excel, do they? No, but I think yes. I think I think the non freaks deserve to play a sport that they can. Well, the non freaks need to learn that that's life, mate. It's called survival of the fittest. Learn a lesson. You can't say, "Oh, because you're bigger and stronger, you won't succeed." Well, actually, mate, that is the absolute antithesis of life. Yeah, but it's it's less of an advantage in football. So football is a better game. For well, by that rationale, get rid of football because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mirror life in any shape, size, or form. Well, it does because football's because little weedy blokes can excel, and that doesn't but happen in, real, in the real but world. Football still has winners. Of football, yeah. So you of football you winners, still, winners of not football. actual win- Brilliant. So when it all kicks off, you can have fucking knobby stars on your team, and I'll have John Alomo. <laughs> After the after the apocalypse, I'm sure you get some. You're always going on about the apocalypse. You love the apocalypse. The apocalypse isn't. It's not going to happen. If it happens, so I'm ready for the apocalypse. I did so much pee when I was younger. <laughs> well, I'm rounding up my gang, right? Well, I'm well, I'm, I'm Canton Warlord after the apocalypse. On my Your zombie killing gang. On my, Come on. On my Harley Davidson with my crossbow. <laughs> yeah, I'll be recruiting big freaks, as you call them. <laughs> Because they're the work. Because your footballers will be food, mate. That's why. Right. Okay. You'd be happy to cannibal it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not happy to cannibal it. I wouldn't be happy there being an apocalypse. But if I had to cannibal it, I would. It's weird because you, you go on about it quite a lot, mate. <laughs> you, you're really kind of into it, like you would be happy. Just with like it. to think I'm prepared for the worst. <laughs> you can't tell me you haven't thought about what human flesh tastes like. Everyone's thought about it. I read once it tastes a bit like chicken. Well, some some people say pork, don't they? I don't... Which unfortunately I don't like. <laughs> so I'm not going to have it. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no. I will no, not no. eat human flesh come the apocalypse because I've heard it tastes like chicken, which I don't like. <laughs> oh, my God. My daughter's quite fussy. She will eat human flesh post-apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Can I have a fish finger? No, you can't have fish no. fingers. Cause you can have that guy's finger. If you're listening to this in China, by the way, right, can you please not eat things that belong in a zoo? <laughs> all right? And then we'll all be better off. If you usually pay to see it, don't eat it. That, that's your rule. That should be a golden that's rule. That's your cut-off line, yeah? Every new society needs rules. And when, yeah. when Mike is our king in the, in the post-apocalypse warlord, Cardiff, warlord. when Mike's our warlord, rule number one, don't eat anything that should be, yeah, that you would pay to yeah. see. I think, no, I think post-apocalypse, you can eat anything, can't you? Giraffe. You're not, you're not going to be so worried about coronavirus if, if there's been a complete breakdown of society, yeah. Realistically, if there's been a complete breakdown in society, I give myself two weeks. So I don't, I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. That's optimistic, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Come and join my gang. I'd eat panda. Come and join my gang, but you'll have to you'll have to dance for me. You'd be like salacious crumb to my jab of the hut. <laughs> just keep you around on an old neck chain. Or you could be my layer. You could just walk around in a gold bikini. I'll keep you. I'll keep you, 
<laughs> I'll keep you alive. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I would do it as well. I've got, obviously, I've got kids to look after. But where are you going, you Dad? You've got to do it, don't you? Yeah, where are you going, Dad? Oh, well, you know Uncle Mike. <laughs> Uncle Mike. Mike. He somehow finds himself running all of southwest what was Britain. Oh, he likes it when Dad wears these clothes, Betty. <laughs> so, the reason, the reason he's got you fish fingers from somewhere, God knows where. Shut up and eat your footballer. <laughs> <laughs> She's tucking into Danny Ings. <laughs> Put the rest of Danny back in the freezer. Close the door. Oh, God. Danny Ings' leg is defrosting. <laughs> Just in the sink when you go out in the morning. Oh, I'd have, I'd have Grealish's calves <laughs> for Sunday dinner. Lovely. That's oh, what I call it. What's that? Oyster Jordan oh. Ibe sandwich. It's absolutely lovely. Mm. Oh, God. Imagine what thin pickings bloody Peter Crouch would be. Oh. You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Good news, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to kill you to eat you. We're going to fatten you up first. In this scenario, you want a Neil Ruddock or a, or a Jan Mulby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Lovely. Yes, you do. Nev. Sorry, Nev. <sighs> Although, really list. muscular as well. You want, like, um, who's the fella? Rudy would be good. He'd be a good meal. He's a bit fat, though, isn't he? Quite fatty. Yeah, I know. Make nice crackling. I, want to, I just want to sustain. <laughs> Make nice crackling, he would. Oh. Yeah. I mean, pre, pre-hair pre transplant, even better. Stuart Pierce, Marcuse for the legs. Nice bit of thigh. Oh, what? That'd be lovely. Oh, yeah. Roberto Carlos. Yeah, or Roberto oh, Carlos. Oh, oh that'd feed, feed uh, a family for a week. Hello. On his thighs. That'd be lovely. Honey glazed. <laughs> Honey glazed Roberto. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, you're right. You're right, Del. <laughs> you're in tears. I, I actually paid to watch this guy play in about 2000 with his papers in and a friend. Yeah, playing against Costa Rica in the World <laughs> Cup. Why don't you go through, your pan- go through your panini catalogue like it was a food catalogue? Oh, yes, like it was the menu. <laughs> Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> oh, a bit of Grealish. I knew this would come in handy one day. Nice. Oh, hang on. What was that? Are you, are you powering down, Mike? <laughs> yeah, that's just my uh, my blast doors closing. Some is up. There's a zombie in the area. <laughs> no, it's okay. My phone's buzzing. Leave, leave, leave it buzz. Leave it buzz. Leave it buzz. Yeah, my boy's birthday yesterday, so people have been phoning up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, by me? the way, by the way, you, me, both of you. Oh, go on. I'm. I got in serious shit yesterday. Go on. My what boy's birthday. So yeah. we're for a very nice meal at Zizi's down Cardiff Bay. Oh, he, likes, yeah. he likes Italian food. And they, uh, for a chain, they're very, very nice. God, childhood's changed, isn't it? If I ask him if he wants an Indian takeaway, like on a Friday, yeah. he says, which one? He wants to know <laughs> which good. That's good. Which one? That's Has good. he tried Shit Japanese food? Me. Has he tried sushi? He's, tr- he's tried everything. He's got like a top 10 favourite takeaways. And he gets fussy about which one, the, which Indian we use for like a takeaway. So we went to Zizi's, that's his favourite one, but not the one in town because he doesn't like that as much as the one down the bay, right? <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Great work. So I thought it my dad, you know, so Kelly's mum's uh, in, oh uh, what do you call it, isolation at the moment? Yeah, yeah. High risk, whatever they call it. So my dad came. So me, Ke- my Kelly, the kids, and my dad. Yeah. So my dad's getting ready to go. We're in the house. It's all going. Oh, everything's oh, going God. well. I'm getting dressed. Oh, he, said, he said, let me ask you what's something. Up? Let me ask you something. I said, what's up, Dad? He went, what's all this stuff about toilet rolls? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> so about, <laughs> something about, something about toilet roll tubes or something? <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you. He said, you better tell me. I said, why is that? He said, because the couple of boys at the golf club, 
keep bringing me toilet roll tubes. Keep mentioning toilet roll tubes to me all the time. I don't know what they're talking about. They're all laughing. It's like a big in joke. I said, oh, God. I said, I'm not telling you, Dad. He said, come on, tell me. I said, I can't, Dad. He said, well, they do it all the time. He said, and they, and they love the podcast. Well, obviously, some of the you, Stefan and Alice, have said. I said, oh, God. I said, all right, if I tell you, mate, it was done, in, it was done with affection. He said, yeah, what? With love. I, 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 I said, I, said well, I can't remember the exact ins and outs of it, Dad, but we were talking about childhood. And I mentioned what being embarrassed as a teenager. I mentioned what being in the in the in the in the showers at Barry Rugby Club. Yeah. And that you were our coach and our referee often and that you would shower with us. He went, Yeah, yeah what's wrong with that? I said, nothing wrong with that. I said, that was the point, there's nothing wrong with it. And you know Yeah. He said, So what's the total thing about then? I was like well, um... I said, Well I met, I, I might have mentioned that I was quite self conscious being that age, thirteen, fourteen years of age, you go through puberty and whatever and you know, it doesn't help that your, your dad's in there and he's got a dick that looks like a toilet roll tube, right? <laughs> yeah. I said, but if anything, it's a compliment, Dad. I didn't yeah. say you've got a pencil dick. I said, he's a, no. you know, it's a, he's, it's a big, thick dick. you know. So he's, but he was quite chuffed, actually. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's all right. Well, good. In the end. Whew. He said, well, you didn't make, didn't make me sound weird, did you? I said, no, it didn't no. make you sound weird. I made you sound well endowed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you sound like you have a massive knob. He's, he, but he's very keen to point out that... that he wasn't some sort of bloke who enjoyed showering with oh, of children. Course. But at the 80s, no, 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 was no, I don't think that was. Yeah, it yeah. was just a rugby club situation, and he and he and he's got a big knock. It's all part of our continued theory that Welsh dads in the eighties all had big dicks. Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the socially distant sports bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the socially distant sports bar. <laughs>